Hello everyone, this is Follow and Ola Podcast 2. I think we were meant to be back a few weeks ago, but as you know, life sometimes gets in the way. But we're back with a podcast. Back bigger, back badder. <laughs> back better. Back better. We're better, <laughs> not bitter. <laughs> who, who said that? Anyway, um, so today's podcast, we kind of want to talk about um, feminism. That's going to be, that's where we left off last time. So we want to see, we want to develop a conversation around feminism. Um, and that's been quite interesting over the last two, three years. I think, I think the wave of feminism really started for me with the um when with beyonce including the monologue from chimai mandel i love that yeah see i think that that created an impact mm-hmm. on <clears throat> on women i think we heard that and thought wait a second these are things we do we, we kind of know yeah we encounter them yeah but yeah. we don't know how to voice them or yeah, necessarily articulate, articulate them. them and yeah. i think chimamanda perfectly articulated um how the the um, injustice mm-hmm. of women yeah. and i think after that or before it was the me too movement mm-hmm. so i just think like the climate w- was ready for a conversation around gender mm-hmm. and mostly around women and feminism yeah. so and i think that's that's had a lasting impact and hopefully a growing impact in the next decades and, and years as well so yeah so that's why i, I uh, that's why i feel like the feminism has become important over the last few years Okay, to kick off with, let's define it. For me, feminism is the advocacy of women in terms of equality. Um, A lot of people have different ways to structure definition, but basically that's what it means. It means having equality of the sexes. And it's Mm. not not just female empowerment, it's equality of the sexes. So I think we have to look at it as... when When people have, like criticisms of feminism i don't really know why they, they do have that why i don't know what their actual reason is behind it because we're not we're not advocating for one sex to be superior we're advocating for equality but actually i mean yeah i agree i think that's what feminism means to me and you it means an equality of sexes no but that's the definition but i think if you look at the movement as of anything you have activism on, on each of any side of any movement and I think the activism part of feminism, which was probably necessary at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And I say that like, if you look at the suffragette movement, um, there's a good example of a radical form of feminism. Mm-hmm. But that was needed because the, 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 the um, resistance was stronger in terms of women's rights, working rights, mm-hmm. pay perception but if they like you said it was necessary if they did not if they did not if they were not so radical we wouldn't have they wouldn't have opened doors for conversation like yes. what we're having now so i feel like in terms of the times that we're facing that's that is dependent on how forceful we need to be as but, women but this is where i think feminism sometimes can annoy people right okay. i don't I, I don't know if we're fully i think in this country we're probably we probably a lot more tolerant accepting embracing of feminism now than we were probably five years ago Mm -hmm. but feminism around the world and maybe less developed um, that's not the right way to put it but in no i'm gonna have to say that in terms of of economics not in terms of society not in terms of culture and values but in terms of like economic development in less economically developed countries feminism can be received with um brashness or hostility and i think that's because it upsets the status quo it upsets a balance. but i think it rightfully should yeah 
it rightfully should because for me as a as a traditional sorry as a traditional adjacent woman um i feel like we are not equal in the, in our in our biological makeup in our emotional makeup mm. but we are equal in the sense of our ability and what we do so for example let's look at the gender pay gap for me if i do the same job as a man i don't expect to be paid less than a man mm. if his job is different in some sort of way um then fine that's different but if i'm doing the same job as as john or bob whatever i should get paid the same as john and bob so for me that's where the fight matters i don't really care about shaving my armpits and all those kind of like extra bits on the side that it's been tagged onto the movement what i personally think is about what i personally like i'm pushing for is the conversation around the gender pay gap the 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 indifferences that we suffer because of the status quo so for me i'm not I'm never going to criticize the feminist movement even though it has some, you know, let's say some different ideas or some radical ideas. I think it's paving the way forward and in in that in that we can actually shape it and say okay, this is how we want it to be. This is what we this is where we want it to go. So I think that we can probably agree that we we know that feminism is important. I think but I think the conversation around feminism is not whether we accept it i think we should it's i think the conversation is what is the resistance and why and i 100%. think that's more so to do with um male what's the word i'm looking for Masculinity. Yeah, or, 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 or just masculinity i mean i think when they said before that it's a man's world um who was it james Brown, the James Brown say it's a man's it's world. Man's world. Yes, I think it's yes, a James Brown, it's a yes. man's world. You know, he was right. It was a man's it world. It is a man's world. And it I, still is. It, yeah. And I think I was telling you the other day that I feel like because it's it's been a man's world and it, and it's an opinion, societal opinion, and this is where representation is extremely important because how society thinks will define the people within it 100%. which is why you sometimes you need noises you need noises in things like um female rights or black lives matter even if at, at one point it seems like where are they going are they just are they just creating noise mm-hmm. you need things to disturb the balance because if you don't disturb the balance you're never going to be critical of how things are and you're never going to affect change you're never but and that's important because i think masculinity for a long time has not had the the counterfort of a female perspective so we've been living within a definition of what it means to be a woman woman which has been given to us by a man one thing that i think i heard years ago is um women's identity is as i either seen as mother wife or prostitute you fall within those <laughs> those sort of, sort of three um characters but and and i think that still dominates a lot of how women are perceived today um especially around things like sexual matters or relationships or endurance or even like we were talking about last week with sacrifice i think those three characteristics are strong they strongly determine the foundation of how woman is has been perceived in society mm-hmm. and that can be detrimental not to say that the wife and the mother is a bad character that those are obviously but they're limiting things. they're limiting and not everyone can fit inside the box I, I read a quote once that says that if you can't control if you can't defeat something control it and this was applied to slavery and also um women 
for me, a woman is very powerful, um, especially when she knows who she is and what she wants. I think it can sometimes be intimidating uh, for men, some men, not all men, um, to see a woman in a position of power, in, in her element. Um, that's why I feel like the society was created to control her. Society was built around, if, if, if she's so strong, if she's so powerful, if she's the giver of life, then she's going to try and stand up, she's going to try and rise. How do we put her in her place? By telling her that she can only be a mother, a wife, or a slut. So I feel like um, we, need to get a, we need to move away from it. I know we are moving away from it. We are moving away from those um, archaic ideas of this is how a woman should be, this is what she should look like. But then I watched a podcast last week, which was very frustrating for me. It was about um, the men's activist rights against feminism that's what they're actually called and it upset me not because of because men should have um advocacy for them but it upset me because they were they were actually against feminism they were anti-feminists and for me if you're anti-feminist you're anti-equality and what reason would you be anti-equality other than your ego because you we all we all we're all born by women <laughs> we all have women in our lives would we want those women to be treated in in um in a in an unfair way no these people would not want that but they feel like it's fine to um to stand up against a movement that promotes equality which i don't understand one of the points that one of the guys made was that they are they are um against feminism because it it tramples on men's rights and i just couldn't understand how but i i feel like um i feel like when i when i think about like feminism and the resistance that it receives I do obviously I do think about male rights and I think why is why why is the idea of masculinity so threatened by the idea of femininity whereas most women are probably a lot more embracing and that's I think that's another good point to make I think where we are at with feminism in the UK or maybe amongst I don't know Black Britain um, for women who are feminists we don't want to be um, dominant over men we want to be seen and heard. And, and treated. treated right within our own right as women. We want a better balance between masculinity and feminism. I mean, femininity. And I feel like at the very core, if you think about it, the idea of masculinity, and it's not to say also, by the way, that all men are masculine or embrace masculinity because there are also a lot of women who are for and embrace masculinity. These they, are ideas. Are, These are societal or genderized ideas. Constructs. So yeah, they're constructs. So when I think about it at a very simple level, I feel like men naturally um, were stronger than women. And that strength gave them a social advantage because maybe when we were farmers or corpers they could probably do a bit more hunting, gathering sorts of activities. Whereas us, we could do it, but maybe not with the same sort of strength and endurance as men. And I think that probably determined their their natural advantage. No, I don't think I don't necessarily think that's the case. I think I think it was necessary for us because as childbearers, we we had we had to feed the child. We had to from our from our bodies phys- physically. We were the ones that were given the child. We were nurturing the child. So of course we couldn't be too far away from home. As a woman, when you give birth, there is so many things that you can't do. So I don't necessarily think it's because they could do more. I think we could equally do probably the same as a man physically. But I think because we had so many biological restrictions, we were more likely to stay home and a man was more likely to travel far away from. If you look at like penguins, for example, like 
the, um, the, the female, the female penguin. Um, penguin actually goes out and yes. actually goes and hunts and leaves the child with the father because they don't breastfeed. Mm. They don't have to um, live in the in the mother's sack or whatever for mm. like how many months. So it's, 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 I think it's a biological thing as well. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely yeah. a biological thing. But I think it's for those two reasons. I think because of how we've evolved as human beings and um, because of bi- biological capabilities, it has placed men, like you said, I think with the natural advantage, and of I course. think that is what causes. The, if if you're if you're very strongly tied to the idea of masculinity, you don't want a feminine equivalent because where does that lead? It challenges you? you. Where do you, where where is your value now? And I think the great thing that you know involvement has 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 given us is we don't have to be defined by our gender Mm -hmm. gender doesn't have to play a part in our value in society at one point it did but i think we've moved past that in 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 certain parts of the world but that's that's rightfully because of the feminist movement yeah the 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 feminist movement whether we like it or not has has paved way for women to have the vote women to to be equal in society women to go into work and actually pay an equal part to men so i feel like the criticism of feminism it can sometimes be constructive, but most of the time it's very damaging to the cause. Um, as as a, as a, I wouldn't call myself a feminist. I would say I'm I'm feminist as adjacent um, because I feel like the the there's now like stigma associated to be with being a feminism feminist because there is so many outrageous ideas out there about feminists like. Do feminists get married? Do feminists shave their armpits? Do feminists do this? Are they angry all the time? Are they angry all the time? Do, do they, they hate men? men? Do they get married? You know, there's so many different things. And, and that's why I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily label myself as a feminist, feminist. But I would say that I agree with a lot of the, the core values of it in terms of uh, pushing the agenda forward. For me, one of the um, main things about like that podcast I was talking about last week was that, that I watched last week was that one of the issues that one of the guys brought up was that he's uh, he's an anti-feminist because he believes he believes in um, pro-life. He's pro-life. He believes in every life should be cherished and every life should um, be. If you if you if you have sex, then you should you know you should give birth to that that life. Personally, I believe it's that's incorrect. I believe that a woman, the woman that is pregnant, has the choice whether or not to actually bring that life to fruition, and it 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 it, it shouldn't be a conversation that a man has. To tell a woman, see, I disagree with you. There. You really? In a, no, in a sense of, um, I believe that it takes two people to give birth to a child. No, it doesn't. It takes two people to make life. That's my point. Yeah. But it doesn't take two people to to, to grow a life and to give birth True. to. But I feel like this is why I wouldn't. I would say that if I was to, I mean, if I in my belief system, I feel like the choice to bring forward a life mm-hmm. because two people were involved. I believe two people should have a conversation. Yeah, a conversation. Believe, yeah, that's so. I don't believe. I, like, I think your example was that a man should tell a woman. No, 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 no. But I do believe that if it's two parts of two beings, mm-hmm. two beings should sit down and discuss. Okay, I don't let's, let's let's flip that on the head. A man wants a woman is pregnant. Mm-hmm. A man wants the woman to get rid of it. She doesn't want to get rid of it. For me, what she I should keep it. She should keep yeah. exactly. That's yeah. what we're saying. A, a woman has a choice. Yeah. At the end of the day, because it's her body and it's her. It's her that's going to give the life eventually. She has the choice of what to do. If a man doesn't want to be involved at that point, that's his. That's his decision also. Yeah. But for me, I feel like if you are able to do the deed, then you but know. No, I was more so speaking to the point of it is our body, yeah. but I still don't believe that gives us the ultimate 
like choice over it. It does. That's what you've just said. No, no, but I believe that you should include. Yes. Okay. All right. You're right. It gives us the ultimate choice. Okay. Yeah. It does give us the ultimate choice. But I feel like the other person should be involved. I think they should have an opinion. They can have an opinion about it because we can all have opinions about anything. But the reality is, at the end of the day, you can't force a woman to have an abortion, and you can't make her keep a life either. It's ultimately her, her decision choice, yeah. because it's her body yeah and but some... i feel like it's how you involve someone because i agree that yeah, i agree you're right i agree that it's ultimately the woman's choice but i feel like if i was to do it and just be like well this is what i want to do this, this is simply it i don't know it, there's something about that it doesn't seem it doesn't fair seem, or just nice or like i don't know like respectful oh, I, I, I don't want to sound harsh but i feel like we've had to endure how many I don't think of, that's, of, I don't of think that's good enough. That's, no, no, it's not good enough, because but it's just a reality. You, no, but I don't believe you repay. I feel like if you if you lay down with someone, you like them enough to lay down with them, mm-hmm. you shouldn't, not, not now, that person's opinion and voice now becomes void. I'm not saying they should... Uh, let's be but, realistic. Not every intera- sexual interaction is yeah, that's is, is um, a, a valid one or, or because of love or because yeah. I want to be with this person. I may not even know that person. Okay. A woman might go on to a night out and, and have yeah. a one-night stand and get pregnant. Does she then have to now track the guy down and tell no, him? No, I think it's okay. You're right. Now, can we agree with that? But I believe it's all context. So, but at the same time, the reality is you're right because we have the overall say, and it, it's up to us. I just feel like it's annoying that because I feel like the decision to bring forward life should be done between two people. It should be, but ultimately, biology, bi- biology doesn't biology doesn't allow that. Mm. Biology gives the power to women. Mm. So I think because of that, we can't have men making decisions about things like abortion and things about contraception like we're seeing in america like when we when they signed that bill with um what's his name trump there was not a single man in the room that signed those bills for those states that actually brought the power forward that women can't actually get abortions with certain restrictions and for me if if you are a representation of the people why are there not a representation of all the people in the room why wasn't there women in the room as well forget even the fact that there was no diversity in the room there was no color in the room it was all caucasian males yeah but that signed the bill so for me i have an issue with it yeah but that's that's a that's an institutional issue across the board in western societies or what what um, what one of my managers calls it male pale and stale (laughs) male pale and stale so that's a you know but in terms of but you're right and you're right in terms of conceiving overall it is a woman's choice i would just hope that in a loving situation in a loving situation i think that's all i'm talking to it is a conversation if it's a situation whereby it happens where it's not planned and it's not someone you're actually in good relationship with it makes sense whereby you take absolute control but i do feel like in a situation where you're in a loving relationship it should be between two people okay let me ask another question why does feminism rob men the wrong way do you think it's purely an ego thing or do you think it's that the fact that they 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 fear the control like the, the loss of control um i think it's because masculinity for a long time um has validated men so if you look at even characters like johnny bravo popeye superman <laughs> batman aquaman you know, like they're all the man's in the world you know the image that society has portrayed portrays a strong man an independently strong man mm-hmm. you, you know you don't very often like superman would go out save the world and come home 
to a Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. You know, it wouldn't be you. You haven't seen a Lois Lane, Lois and, Lane and a Superman. The world. Now there are things, but you had a Supergirl. You had a Supergirl, but you didn't have a Superwoman. Never, you never had a Superwoman. You had a Supergirl, yeah, not yeah. a Superwoman. So I think that. You know, and even when you had a Wonder Woman, they portrayed her as a sex object. A sex look object. Her, look her outfit, yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, you, again, societal, which is why representation matters. And we talk about representation a lot when we talk about, in the black community, we talk about it a lot when it comes to um, colorism, when it comes to how we're perceived. And this is why it's important, because it's like, for example, I did a module at uni called Art and Society. And I feel like that was the most impactful, relevant module I ever did, ever did that really? uni. Yeah, because and I, I did a degree in marketing, but that module in particular was the best. We, we looked at things like Freud, we looked at um, just ideas on how society develops. And it, the biggest question that we started off with and we had to answer at the end is, does art, um, does, does art or advertising influence, influence society? Or does society influence art and advertising? Mutually exclusive. They are. They are exactly. Yeah, but looking at how and why they do is was I think the most interesting, interesting part of the whole module. Okay. And um, so the, the idea of like you know the super men, not super the super men that we've discussed, they have validated what strength and value means to men. And when you take that away and tell them no, it doesn't. And now we're gonna also be strong and valuable. You, you know, you need to have a man. He's threatened identity. Yeah, you need to have a man who who understands that his value also lies in different things. And I think as women, no, no, sorry, not as women, as a society, we have to do well at t- not just like changing but empowering. I want men to feel empowered beyond their strength or beyond their traditional mindset. I want them to know they can do other things. They can be fixers. They can be homemakers. They can be caregivers. Like, these things are not weak things. But in the masculine perspective of the world, some things are strong and some things are weak. Crying is weak. Emotions are weak in the idea of masculinity. But these things are not true. And they're actually very, very um, damaging to mental health. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we have to, as society, empower change as well in men. I think as a society, uh, I know I'm always bringing up this point about how we need to teach our children, but I think because they're the next generation and they are the ones coming up, and not that it's too late for us, but we can only change so much. You can only change so much about what's already been um, constructed, but with what's still coming and what's still to be, you can actually influence and directly see the impact that you're, you're making on the future. For me, we need to actually have conversations with our boys and our girls about feminism because being a feminist isn't being, uh, being for female empowerment, it's being for equality and being for equal treatment and equal you know, um, benefits. I feel like we need to always have these conversations with our young ones and let them know that when we, when we, when we say feminists, we don't talk about um, being anti, anti-male or anti-masculinity, uh, but we mean equality of all the sexes. And I think, overall, I think it's important because it builds up a, a better self-esteem in the individual. Not all boys or men can fit into the, masculine. the, the, the ideas or the constraints that masculinity provides. And equally, not all women I know for myself I'm probably not a traditional woman I see my strength in different things I'm feminine in some things I'm a real ambitious woman in a whole lot of other things not to say women are not but if I pay attention to the ideas of masculinity it will tell me that women are not women are receivers they're caregivers well no not all the time so I feel like genders 
they can be very very limiting we have strengths in so many things and i think society does well if we explore those things in in men and women as opposed to telling uh, um, each other this is where you fall this is where you lay i think that nicely ties on to our next topic which is basically about um, numbers and the body count so next time we come back we'll be talking to you about um, the topic of body count so we'll see you again soon bye bye everyone